the Carl B. Phillips Show. Hosted by me, Carl B. Phillips, Uncle Carl. The Carl B. Phillips Show. Get ready for another great conversation on the Carl B. Phillips Show. Welcome to the Carl B. Phillips Show. Today's guest is an artist, vocal arranger, and songwriter from Detroit, Michigan. He has performed with gospel artists like the Clark Sisters, Rashawn Mitchell, and Crystal Rucker. He recently recorded his first live project and has released the first single from the live session, Let's Go Back. I'm glad to call him nephew. Y'all give it up for my nephew, Jay Murray. What's going on? Huh? What's going on, nephew? All is well. How are things with you? All is well. I'm super excited about what's going on. I'm feeling really good. All righty. Now, I like asking random questions. I know. <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> okay, you've been with me. So talk about your favorite vacation that you've taken. Mm, I would say Miami. Um, even though it was hot as I don't know what, I'm like, <laughs> I ain't going to hell because this is this is enough. Uh, I had so much fun just being outside, going to the beach and hanging with some friends. So that was really a good time. So what's on your bucket list for a vacation? Um, I want to go to Greece. Greece? And also, yes, it's so beautiful on pictures. So I really want to go there. Also, I want to take a cruise to the Bahamas or somewhere. So, Oh, look at you cruising to the Bahamas and going <laughs> to Greece. We just, we pray that God allow all those things to come to pass, that you can yes. not only go to those places, but also have an opportunity to minister in some of those places. Absolutely. Absolutely. Since we last talked, you moved into your own place. How's life now that you are adulting? Whew. I will <laughs> take the bills, Lord. You said you paid it all, but the bills are still due. Um, I will say I have such a peace. Uh, I'm not stressed out. I know some people say, you know, adulting is very stressful. It's not that for me. Even though I don't like paying bills, I'm glad I'm able to. Um, <laughs> so it's just peaceful just being here. Um, I still check up on my mom. Even though I'm out the house, I still make sure that she's good and that she's okay, as well as my brother. So it's going good. What's one of the hardest realities you've discovered since moving into your own place besides paying bills? One of the hardest realities um, that I have to clean the whole house. Ooh. <laughs> so I'm used to just making sure my bathroom is okay or that my room is okay. But then I got to make sure the living room is good. I'm finding myself cleaning the carpet more and just making sure everything is so, yeah. Um, you know, just making sure. It, it, it's tight. interesting because when you're single, I often wonder where did all this trash come from? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You look around like, didn't I just take the trash out yesterday? Why is it stacked up again? It's full again. You got to take it back out. I don't get it. I really don't. It's beyond me. <laughs> so um, I follow you on social media. Okay. So I'm going to talk about something your brother posted, Justin. And I'm going to read it verbatim. Little bro barely answers the phone for me now. <laughs> Why are you going to say that about you? You know what? And I didn't answer the phone one time. And he's just going to blast me like that. I'm like, okay. But um, my brother, he's a truck driver. So he's up at 4, 6 o'clock in the morning. And that's when he's like, call me or he decides to call me. I'm not up yet. Just because you up don't mean I'm up. So when I get ready, I'm going to call you back. 
So you have to understand, you, you're a creative, so you know you, you need your rest. proper rest and that kind of stuff. You don't get that. Absolutely. Earlier this year, you did a live recording. Talk about the experience of presenting your own music live. Whew, what an experience. What a learning lesson. Um, I went into it. I know I don't know everything. And so I um, really, my brother, Kevin Stewart, um, he was, I was asking him different questions. Um, I'm always willing to learn. So like I said, it was a learning experience, but it was a um, joyous experience, if that's a word, joyous, praise God. Um, <laughs> being able to see the songs, um, you know, me and my brother Bernard, we just did the skeletons and then I did the dummy tracks, but to see the actual songs come together, um, and see the finest, the final product, um, it really blew my mind. Um, even more so than when I did Have Your Way, because I cried when I heard that mix and master done. But um, just to hear how everything came together and just to see the vision come forth, um, it was truly mind-blowing. And I'm so grateful that I got a chance to do it. Um, it was something that my dad wanted to do. And so I felt like um, I did it for him as well. So it was a great experience. Talk about one of the moments from that night that stands out in your mind. Mm. I would say after the song Stretch, which was in the, the second half, I didn't plan on doing this, but I went into some hymns. And I was like, okay. And I just went as the Lord led me. Um, and once again, I thought about my dad. He would sing old songs, hymns. I grew up leading devotion at church. A lot of people don't even do devotion anymore. Um, and so to be able to incorporate that into that night, um, it was just an amazing experience. That's one of my favorite moments. So I'm going to put you on the spot. This is not one of my questions. Sing a line of one of the hymns you did that night. <laughs> at least uh, I didn't ask you to sing like Marvin Gaye this time. <laughs> thank you. I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do that. Mar Marvin is smooth. So... <laughs> I try. Uh, let's see. Pass me not, oh gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. While on others thou art called, calling, do not pass me by. We're crying, Savior, Savior, hear my humble, my humble cry, while on others thou art called, calling to not pass me by. Wow. You put me on the spot again. <laughs> I was I was talking to Brianna Donaldson, and mm. she says a lot of times when she sings, she hears her mother singing. Mm -hmm. When you sing, do you ever feel like you're hearing your dad sing? All the time. And I used to be like, ugh, I sound like my dad. But now I'm like, I sound like my dad because I that guy can sing for real. So <laughs> yeah. it's not a bad thing at all. I embrace it. So who does your brother sound like? 
what he's singing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's crazy? My brother plays around a lot. Like, he'll, like, be playing around doing runs. And they actually be sweet sometimes. I'm like, if you stop playing, you probably sing better than me. <laughs> he might. We, I don't know. We might find out one day. We might find out one day. It may be a Murray brother duet. There you go. M2. <laughs> Murray too. <laughs> you talked about Bernard Carter. Bernard is such an exceptional gift to the body of yes. Christ. He's an awesome musician, awesome producer. Yes. How did the two of you connect and talk about your partnership in creating a song? Absolutely. So um, I grew up at my uncle's church, New Life in Christ Ministries. Um, and there was an event there that Eastern Michigan, the gospel choir came to, and he was the musician. Um and ever since then, I just remember him just always being there playing the organ keys. Um, so we've I've known him a very, very long time. Um, he watched me when my dad would only let me sing Joy Bells. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's been my brother for over like 10, I would say about 13 years. And so um, back in 2020, I called him and I'm like, I want to do music seriously. And I want to take this journey with you. And so... We did my concert, The Encounter, um, that streamed on Set Apart and Chosen. And then we did my single, Have Your Way. And um, ever since then, we've just been stuck like glue. And um, to be able to do this with them, it's amazing to see our growth from that storefront church on Six Mile to see us doing four recordings and, you know, really putting our all into the production and writing and um most times he'll send me a track and I'll write to it or I'll just record something in Logic on my computer and then he'll put the music to it. And he's such a such a genius, such a skilled musician, and he's integral. Wow. And he's integral. And he is loyal. And so anything I do, Bernard is going to be a part. Ain't no if, ands, or buts about it. So, yeah. <laughs> so you, you just, he just needs to know wherever you go, he goes. That's That's it. Let's see. When you go to the Grammys, Bernard going to the Grammys. Oh, he's going to be right the there. Bernard going to the Stellars. We're going together. It, yes, it's sir. so good to find a partner like that. People don't understand the importance of that. Um, like myself and Brandon Holland, we have that kind of relationship. Right. I call it the um, Elton John and Bernie Toplin. They call it two rooms where mm -hmm. uh, Elton will write something in one room. Bernie will write something in, next, in another room, but then they come together and they make great music. So that sounds like the kind of relationship wow. that you have with Bernard. Absolutely. Absolutely. I look at, you know, Aaliyah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to go R&B, y'all. I'm young. I love the Lord, but I, you know, I listen to <laughs> other stuff. Aaliyah and Timbaland, and, you know, they did those iconic records. Or you got Karen Clark Sheridan and Donald Lawrence, how they come together and do certain things. And so I feel like I found that other part in Bernard. For sure. Talk about some of the other people that you worked with on the recording. Um, let's see. Singers I worked with, excuse me. I'm sorry, y'all. My dog is right here, Chloe. Um, I worked so I wrote everything, I arranged everything, but I produced everything. Um, my singers, I had Sister Kiwana Norwood from Gertie Emanuel. Um, I had Vashti Timmons, I had Sister Ashley White, oh Lord, name Stacy Smith, Twan Bernard, who was my creative director. And also my stylist and also my backup singer. <laughs> <laughs> I have my brother Remington Lloyd, uh, the band. We had Jalen White from Greater Emmanuel, Bernard Carter, of course, uh, Grant Gabriel on guitar. 
Jonathan Level. I hope I'm saying his last name right on bass. And then we have Makaya Long on drums. And they are all skilled. I gave them the music and they owned it. And I couldn't be more proud or happier. And they rocked that night and Ooh. flowed with you. Yes. They flowed with you really well. And that's important to have a group of musicians that can flow where you're going. Absolutely. Let's talk about this new single. Let's go back. And yes. I'm going to quote you, a hand-clapping, foot-stomping song. Yes. Talk about the story behind Let's Go Back. How did you come up with that concept, the, 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 the groove of the song, the churchy sound? Talk about your creative process for Let's Go Back. Absolutely. So I'm going to tell a little story. Um, <clears throat> there was another song that I wanted to record that somebody else wrote, and I couldn't get it. Uh, and so I'm like, Lord, I need a song. That's... <laughs> I need a song that's gonna slap. I need a song that you know we can sing in church. That's gonna hit on the radio. That's I need a bop. That's how we say it these days. And so I Wait said, in my, but for old people like me, what's a bop? A I know bop. Is what. You know, <laughs> I know how what your song come on. He's like, that's my jam. <laughs> New school. We be like, that's a bop. That's a bop right there. So that's y'all lesson for today of what a bop is. Praise God. All right, you so, you <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm like, Lord, I need a bop. And so uh, I was driving down the street one day and I was praying to God. I'm like, why haven't certain things happened? Uh, you know, I was looking at other people in ministry. They've been doing this a long time and they haven't really blew up like that. I'm just going to be real about what my conversation was. I said, God, what is going on? God basically said he's tired of being embarrassed. And he also said, how can I handle you with big things and you can't do simple things? I said, God, what are the simple things? He said, you don't pray. You don't fast. You don't fellowship with your brother. You talk about them. You do this and that. And I'm like, got it. So when I sat down and I said, God, I need a bop, I remembered that conversation. And the words just start coming back to me um, or coming to me about going back to the old time way, not necessarily setting the church back, but just basic fundamentals of Christianity that we have gotten away from that is going to keep mm -hmm. us that's been keeping us um, down through the years. Our, our grandmothers, our grandfathers, these are the things that they did that kept them, that sustained them. And right. so I put those words into a song and that's how let's come, sorry, let's go back. Let me get my own song right. That's how let's <laughs> go back came about. Praise God. You know, I think you bring up an interesting point because we have an unchurched generation. You know, you mm -hmm. were blessed to be raised in church all yes. your life. But when you look at this unchurched generation, how do you feel the music you're doing can impact and reach that unchurched generation who may not know what it is to go back to the old time way because they never know, knew what the old time way was? Right. Speak to how your music can reach that unchurched generation. So I always say there's still a remnant of people that still need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, everybody doesn't know Jesus. Everybody didn't grow up in church, like you said. And so I feel, um, like I said, the song is hand clapping, foot stomping, but it has a contemporary twist. And so, but it's still Jesus. It's not too far off. And so mm -hmm. I feel like, um, you know, incorporating uh, contemporary styles of music. Um, I did a song that night that's Afrobeat. Afrobeat is really taking off right now. Um, Making it so that it's pleasing to the ear, but the message is still Jesus. That's how they'll get it. And that's the way God told me to do it. And um, yeah, 
That's how I'm doing it. <laughs> and you you did it real well that night. Thank you. Thank you. So I I missed the first half of the session because I went someplace to eat and they were slow. So I oh, caught Lord. the second half. For those who are not at the live session, what can they expect to hear when the full project comes out? I mean, you talked a little bit about it, but kind of talk about what people can expect to hear from you. I can say you can expect to hear a little bit of everything. Um, one thing my dad instilled in me is that he wanted me to be able to sing everything. So he would throw me a churchy song. He would throw me a ballad. He would just throw me in the fire, and then I would have to just put it out. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit of everything. I feel like I'm very versatile. So you have your church. Uh, you have your Afrobeat. You have your CCM, your, your worship. Um, and then you also have, uh, I'm a big Brandy fan. You'll have that full moon type vibe on some of my songs, uh, you know, with the backgrounds and, and the instrumentation. Wait, who, uh, who, 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 I'm old. Who's Brandy? No, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> the vocal Bible, in case the you don't. The vocal Bible, Brandy, yes, right? My favorite. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, you'll just hear a lot of different things. But like I said, it's still Jesus. I still say Jesus in my music, and I still love the Lord. Amen. <laughs> so, so when you look at where you want to go next, mm -hmm. what is your vision once the project comes out? What is your vision for where you like to see the music take you next? So from the beginning, me and Bernard have said that this is not just a Detroit record. Hmm. Um, this record is for the nations. It's not just for one uh, type of person, one specific area or region. It's for everybody. And so um, I'm praying that this music carries me across the world, not just across the states, but across the world. And I hope that people really enjoy it. I hope people um, see and understand the hard work that went into it. And also, I hope that they hear my heart, my heart for God in this music. Um, that's my prayer. So if a young person comes to you and say, yo, Jay, man, I saw you did your session. How can I do what you did? Talk about, one, the expense, or let me say, the money they're going to pay to do it. Talk about, you know, what's involved in doing, going from a single to going to a live session. Talk about what what you have to go through to get some of those things done. So I'll start with the spiritual side. Lots of prayer. Um, my mom is a prayer intercessor, a prayer warrior. We had a whole team of prayer warriors that prayed every Wednesday, and I was on those calls, um, just covering this and drenching this thing in prayer so that it went smoothly um, and that God would be in the music. Also, um, good planning. I had a planning team. I can't do everything. Um, and so I had people sending emails. I had people corresponding with the vendors, the, the lighting people. Um, I had people paying people that night. I didn't do nothing but minister that night. So you got to have a team. You got to have a team. Also, uh, you got to have a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm blessed that I walked away debt free. I didn't owe anybody that night. Everything was paid for. Um, and I know, uh, you know, we took two offers. I didn't even need the second offer. And it was already taken care of with the first one. But um, I, I got extra, praise God. But um, you got to have money. You got to save. 
And you have to really have a prayer life because it can get kind of stressful sometimes. I'm just going to be honest. Being an independent artist is not easy. It's, it's not. just you. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> one thing I, I tell indie artists, that when you're the indie artist, you're the CEO, you're the artist, you're the cook, you're the janitor, you, you're the everything. Yep. You know, it, it's not an easy journey. You're the bank account. You know, you pour your money into this. You don't yes. know if you're going to get a dime of it back because of the way things right. are going with the industry. Yeah. When you look at those challenges, how did you find you, you you mentioned prayer? But let me ask this. Was there ever a point where it was like, God, this ain't you. Let me just put my money back in the bank and I can go on, go to Miami again. Oh, it was a couple of times I called Bernard. I said, you can cancel everything. We're going to go in the studio and do a studio record. And <laughs> we're going to let God be true quickly because I'm not doing this. But he talked me off the ledge. And also, um, music is really my passion. I tell people all the time, like, I work a nine to five. I don't like it. I'd rather be singing. <laughs> I'm at my desk <laughs> writing songs. I'm thinking about my next, I'm already thinking about my next project, even though, you know, this one is still in the process of being completed. I'm still, I'm thinking about the next already. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> That's the hard part of being a creative that uh, you have to learn how to stop and enjoy moments. Because like you said, you're already on to the next before this one has even come out. So I encourage you to enjoy the moments that are going to happen yes, when this project is released. Enjoy the favor that's going to be on this project. Because again, I, I know it's hard where you're like, okay, I expected this happen, this has happened, this happened, but I'm ready to do something else. Enjoy the moment. Allow people to celebrate what you're doing. Before we get ready to wrap up, talk about your journey from blessed so let's go back. What was what has that journey been like for you? It's been a ride, and I can literally hear the growth in my music. Um, I was with Larry Whitfield a couple of weeks ago, and he played Bless, and I was like, "Ooh, tight it up." <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I was just—it was during the pandemic. I was bored. I'm like, I want to put out a song. I love Bless. And um, I recorded it at home. I tried to mix it and master it myself. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to have fun. I'm going to just put it out and see what happens. And then uh, we did Have Your Way. So that was another evolution. That was a step up. Um, and now let's go back. I feel like it's even greater than everything else I have done. And I feel like people will really hear my growth as a vocalist, as a writer, and just the whole complete thing. is um, You can really hear the growth. So. All right, here's another random question. Okay. When you go to the zoo, what animal do you like looking at? I'm going to say, <laughs> I can tell you which one I don't want to see, but <laughs> um, I would probably say like the, the, the giraffes are cool. They're tall. I'm tall. Why not? You know, <laughs> I don't want to see snakes. I do not like snakes. That's, that's how I'm up. They're not in the zoo, but I don't like squirrels. They scare me. <laughs> they're fast and they're very vicious. <laughs> How can people follow you on social media? You can find me on Instagram, official J Murray. Uh, Facebook is just J Murray. Um, I have a link with all of my uh, social media. How to contact me is uh, solo, S O L O dot T O forward slash J Murray. And everything you need is right there. You can. 
Email me, call me, text me. No, I'm playing. <laughs> you're gonna have you're gonna have your DMs blowing up. Oh Lord. And how can people get your music? You can get my music on all digital platforms. I'm on Apple Music, uh, iTunes Store. We really like that. Go buy it. <laughs> Download again. We we need them $99.29 downloads. Yes. Amazon, <laughs> uh, title, everywhere. Anywhere you get music, you can find me. We have about 20 seconds before we wrap up. Give me some final words to encourage a young person like you that wants to do music. Absolutely. I would just say, um, if you have a dream, if there's something that you want to accomplish, do it. No matter what, no matter who supports you, no matter who doesn't support you, no matter what the money is looking like. If it's your dream, go for it. All go, no quit was my dad's motto. I've adopted that. So just go for it all. That's my two cents. <laughs> Man, I have enjoyed this conversation. Thanks again for stopping by the Carly Phillips Show. Thank you for having again, me. everyone, make sure you get Jay Murray's new single, Let's Go Back. It's churchy. You're going to love it. Uh, I am Carl B. Phillips. Uncle Carl, again, want to remind everybody to work like you don't need the money, love like you've never been heard, and dance like no one's watching you. God bless until we meet again. The Carl B. Phillips Show. Thank you for listening to The Carl B. Phillips Show. For more information, go to carlbphillips.com. The Carl B. Phillips Show. Follow Carl B. Phillips on Instagram so we can stay in contact with each other.